0: Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 13 of the Sally Says podcast. This is the penultimate episode before a little Christmas break, and we'll be kicking things off in the new year with an amazing new program called The Reset that I am incredibly excited about bringing to you. And I will do a little bonus podcast about that next week. First, a bit of admin. If you haven't already subscribed to my mailing list to receive my monthly newsletter or free kickstart guide, I implore you to subscribe before Sunday when I'm going to be sending out December Sunday serving. I'm going to be talking about how to cultivate patience over the Christmas holidays, which might be particularly helpful to those of you who are parents. Um, but we all want more patience with our family members, with our friends, our partners. And I also think with ourselves, Um, and I relate it also to goal setting. So it will be helpful for everyone, I hope. And I'm going to be talking a bit more about intermittent fasting and sharing a great recipe that I made. When did I make it? Last weekend, but for this week, I made chicken cacciatore with porcini mushrooms in the slow cooker. It was absolutely delicious. So sign up at sallywebstercoaching.com forward slash subscribe, and I will see you there. Okay, today I'm going to talk to you about setting a goal weight and the scales. And I said that I was going to keep it brief this week. I know everyone is very busy. So here we go. This is me trying to be super brief. (laughs) Firstly, like just to cover The most important point of this all is that it doesn't matter what you weigh. I really don't care what you weigh, what the scales say, what the number is. It means nothing about you or your worthiness and enoughness. But some of you want to weigh less. That's a fact. Some of you want to lose weight. And there is nothing wrong with that. I know for me, I felt very trapped and uncomfortable in my body and really at odds with it all. And I was clinically overweight. And I just wanted to feel like my body was working again, that it was at peace and able to thrive in the way that we're designed to thrive. We're designed to survive and thrive. So in doing this work and approaching things in the way that I do, I have empowered myself way, way beyond like the number on the scales. And in being able to see the number on the scales as totally neutral and mean nothing about me, and in setting a goal weight that stretched me and stretched what I thought was possible for me, it all actually helped to allow me to believe in my innate worthiness, like with my enoughness, regardless of what the scale said which has positively impacted my entire life experience. Seriously. This is when I talk about things in this way, which is like the changes that you can make can be so profound for the other areas of your life. And that's why I love it so much because it just opens you up to so much more. Losing weight in this way doesn't restrict you. It doesn't confine you. It opens up the doors of possibility. It opens up how much you love and believe in yourself. And that's where I think there is so much opportunity for most of us to increase the love, compassion, and belief that we have for ourselves. And if that doesn't resonate, then maybe this episode isn't for you because I know that goal weights and scales can be triggering for some people. And if that's you, then just don't listen. It's fine. I totally get it. But I'm going to get cracking now. Setting a goal weight is an amazing thing. It's an amazing thing you can do for yourself because it gives your brain something to work towards. It will be a part of that whole reward cycle with dopamine, where your brain feels compelled, like drives you to take action towards the goal. And it creates direction and something to measure things by. And it kind of takes out the sub, like subjectivity of, of it on a day-to-day basis. And it can support you in believing that new things are possible for you in your future. So, what I mean by that is set a goal weight. That's a bit of a challenge, a bit of a stretch for your mind to believe in. I remember when I started, I was like, if I could just lose half a stone, I would be so happy. <laughs> I remember saying to my sister, like, I'll be so happy if I can just lose seven pounds. I had found things so hard weight was not budging and I was getting to the point where I was resigned to being the weight that I was and I had to hold my hand a bit at first but once that first 7 pounds came off and I liked the way that I was doing things I I was like yeah this feels easy this feels right this feels natural and like it's serving me I was able to set a weight that challenged me, that confronted me, that forced me to believe in something new in my future rather than just recreating my past. So I didn't set a goal weight that was that familiar to me. (laughs) Like say the weight I got to after I had my first son and it felt like things had normalized for me and I had done a few diets and stuff. It was like, no, I, I went lower than that. And I set a weight that was a bit less than something I last weighed when I was 21 after like a particularly intense zero point egg white omelet Weight Watchers stint. If you know, you know. Um, And now (laughs) I weigh less than I have in my entire adult life. I eat beautiful food. I still drink. I've never felt better, never felt stronger. Just amazing in myself and in my body. And it just blows my mind. It's because I acted from my future self rather than just trying to recreate the past. And it's because I acted from love and belief and trust in new possibilities rather than shaming myself and hating myself into creating change because that literally never works. That just like just propels um, diet mentality and you will keep getting back to square one eventually. I think that a helpful way to look at it for people who emotionally eat and drink, which is is and was for me, is to set a goal weight that encourages you to deal with how you might be using food and alcohol in an emotional way that doesn't serve you. So I'm not saying you don't attach emotion to food and alcohol, there is still pleasure and joy and comfort and happiness to be found there. But it's, it's it's still all on my terms. So I'm still then consuming the food and alcohol in a way that serves me. It's not taking me further away from myself, from my goals, from what I want for myself, from how I want to be functioning on a day-to-day basis. So the real opportunity is looking at that because that's where you'll feel really in control, really calm, Relaxed, no matter the situation, like no food is good or bad, no drink is because, like, you really need it. It's all just a lot more neutral. And you are living intentionally, processing your feelings, consuming food and drinks in a way that serves you, intentionally attaching the meaning that you want to it. So, whether that's joy or pleasure or comfort, it doesn't matter. It's just all on your terms. And you're in control. And you just feel in alignment, you feel a sense of congruity within you. And everything is kind of lining up with what you want. Um, And you'll just feel really amazing for that. So if you're starting out, I recommend setting a goal weight that's in the middle of your BMI. And if you're already in the middle of your BMI, but also feel like you may want to lose a bit of weight, that can be totally fine. I think we do all have such different bodies that BMIs can be Um, they're not like, it's not like hard and fast for everyone. And just you just want to notice when you're setting a goal weight, regardless of where you're starting, where that energy is coming from, where that desire is coming from, whether it's diet mentality, or what you think other people are thinking about you, or what you should weigh. And just choosing a weight that is you think is perfect and natural and right for you. A weight where you can imagine yourself eating and drinking in a way that supports and nourishes you and feels aligned and where you are getting the appropriate amount of pleasure and joy that you want from food and alcohol without it like defining your experience or dictating what you do and how much you eat. Like when the food starts to be in control and you you just feel like the more you have of it, the more pleasure you'll feel, the more joy you'll feel or the more comfort or the less you'll feel of like a negative emotion as well. So once you've got your goal weight set, so I remember when I was setting a goal weight to be in the middle of my BMI, I mean, that it it was totally bizarre to me, the idea of being able to weigh that. Um, I had not been that for a very, very long time. And I had been on constant diets and I still just couldn't get anywhere near that. So I get that it can be a stretch, but at the same time, you can just set it and it doesn't have to be a big deal. So you set this goal weight and the next step is to address your commitment to it your belief in it why you want it like your reasons for it like have them be compelling to you like why do you want to set this goal why do you want to lose weight have reasons that are compelling go through all of the obstacles that you might foresee in reaching your goal weight like social situations like family stuff like your partner you know just life and then write strategies ahead of time like brainstorm strategies and ideas for ways to over- overcome those obstacles. Address like the way that you naturally think about stuff now that might keep you from taking the action you want towards your goal. And then once you know what those basically like unintentional subconscious thoughts are that have got you to where you are now, brainstorm, brainstorm, different thoughts that you could intentionally think, intentionally offer yourself that will help drive your actions forward because of how they make you feel. So like motivated, believing, compelled, proud, curious, loving, like whatever it is to you that will drive you to take the actions of following your protocol, weighing yourself, you know, daily or weekly, whatever it is, being consistent, getting back on the wagon, or not the wagon, I didn't mean that like getting back to things the next day when things haven't gone perfectly the day before, you know, just moving forwards always, always learning, choosing to be curious rather than to shame and judge yourself. You wanna find the emotion that will help you do all of that. Just gonna take a sip of my drink. Okay, so once you've got a goal and you've interrogated it, like I've just explained, then you can then like begin the work around the scales. After years of weighing myself publicly, I mean, publicly, that is insane to me now. Weighing myself publicly at Weight Watchers meetings all through uni. And I would do it at uni up in Edinburgh. And then I would do it in the holidays at like the local town hall. And then and then I started doing it at a new place when I moved back to London. I mean, oh my God the weekly weigh-ins, and I was always the younger, youngest person there. And only wanting, so there was that, but then when I was not doing Weight Watches, only wanting to weigh myself when I felt like okay about things, or when I knew I had been very healthy. And I was always a bit disappointed, to be honest, when I would get on the scales. Um, or I would do it when I was feeling very shameful about myself and my actions, and I would kind of want evidence to shame myself and hate myself into Making change into just this one last diet. Oh my God, Sally! We can't keep doing this. You you can't weigh this. You've got to lose weight. So, I have a lot of thoughts about the scales. I have a lot of experience with it, um, and so I'm really speaking very honestly about a transformation that I went through from doing it this way and from approaching things this way, and. If you are triggered by the scales and if this is already feeling really uncomfortable and bristly to you, then maybe this is just not for you now or it's not for you ever. And so I just want to give you the chance to turn it off and just decide it's not for you because that's totally fine and meet yourself wherever you are. That's the most important thing always. Okay, so we've lost, you know, 15,000 listeners there. (laughs) We, I'm going to talk now about the scales. We tend to give the scales a lot of our power. We think that the number holds so much authority over us. And when we haven't been like quote unquote perfect and eating virtuously, like those are labels that are associated with diet mentality, we don't want to weigh ourselves because we don't like the idea of how the negative emotion, like the shame or the judgment of ourselves, feels in our body. I you know, in that idea of like stepping on the scales and you're kind of half closing one eye because you don't really want to see what it says, and you're sort of looking at it like, no, I don't want to see what it says. That's what I'm sort of speaking to. And so we often resist it. We don't even confront it. We stop weighing ourselves because we don't want to feel those negative emotions. So, two ways that I approach the scales were first in starting to believe that the number on the scales is totally neutral, that it's just your mass on this earth. It's a scientific fact. It's just a number. And it means nothing about you. It's not important. Like it's only as important as you make it. It has nothing to do with your worthiness, with your enoughness, with how like bloody amazing you are. It's just a neutral circumstance that is not connected in any way to your morality or who you are as a person, who you are in your like amazing soul and spirit. And that is a fundamental like belief system to start practicing. And then the second thing is weighing yourself daily in this way, thinking that the number is totally neutral can be a practice that, You can give to yourself as a way of showing unconditional love for yourself. When you give yourself the chance of getting on those scales every day or weekly, I do it daily, and intentionally speak to the limiting beliefs you might have about the number you see or about yourself, you are so much more likely to come to a place because of this practice being daily and so repetitive where you genuinely stop associating your worth with the number on the scale and you teach yourself that you can always choose to love yourself and that there are no conditions on the love that you give to yourself. I think that is one of the most amazing, amazing, amazing things that wearing yourself can do. It's not something to hold you back. It's not something to bring you back down to earth. It's not something to um, like necessarily like hold against yourself it's something where eventually if you're doing it daily you m- and and you're constantly sort of shaming yourself you might just get really bloody tired of that i know that i did and that i decided to think these things i was like nope i know that it will be really tempting to think that Sal, but we're not going to think that i love myself no matter what this number is totally neutral it means nothing about me it doesn't mean anything it's just a neutral fact it's just maths it's how much i weigh cool The number doesn't like dictate how much I love myself. You decide to love yourself no matter what. And the more you do it, the more you bring this intentionality to it, the more and more neutral it becomes. I promise that's been my total experience of it. Like you don't have to hide from the scales. You don't make the number mean you can't do it or you're destined to stay this way or you're not enough in some way. The scales don't hold the power. The number doesn't hold the power. You do. And in building that unconditional love for yourself and believing in your innate enoughness and worthiness, you will be far more likely to want to fuel your body in a nourishing and natural way. You'll be able to not let whatever you read on the scales that morning dictate your experience of yourself. And you will act in a way that's more in line with your inherent worthiness and belief in the goals that you've set for yourself. And I was able to do that like every day by offering myself one thought. Before I step on the scales, I would just say, I choose to love myself no matter what. Every time I step on the scales, I think that. I choose to love myself no matter what. And that is what changed things for me. It was something that I did daily. I had to tell myself that daily. And when you tell your brain that and you keep telling it that, and you'll start to create more belief in it, it's amazing how the transformation can begin to happen. And you're kind of just going to have to like, trust me on that, that when you keep telling yourself that you love yourself, that, you cho- that you're that you choosing to do it, that you're choosing to treat yourself kindly and gently and compassionately and with grace, it, it will become just sort of natural to you and part of you. And you won't have to sort of, Um, instruct your brain so much. It's just how your brain thinks over time. And it's in doing that, that changed so much because it started to positively impact other areas of my life where I was judging myself by like an external circumstance. And it's how I stopped placing condition on my ability to love myself and condition on what I loved myself for And I just believed in my innate lovability and worth and totality. And I just, the scales and stepping on those scales daily was a practice in showing myself that. And I love it so much for that because that has been so crucial to how I live like the rest of my life. Doing that in the morning and practicing that, like imagine how that sets you up for the day when you're thinking that and believing that. And Like, of course, your weight fluctuates. You're not just going to like lose weight on like a downward linear trend all the time. You could have a lot of salt and that makes a difference. And different times of the month make a difference and the time and the place and the scales and like whatever. But weighing yourself regularly and being able to recognize those fluctuations for what they are helps with making the number more neutral. And it helps you to see the trend to see if your protocol is getting you the results you want and to adjust your protocol if the trend is staying at a certain weight that isn't quite like your goal weight yet. And if it stays the same for like two weeks, maybe adjusting something and then carrying forwards. It doesn't mean anything about you. It's just like the facts and what can we do about it if we want to change something? It's just information. It's just data. It's just neutral. You get to decide what it means. Okay. I hope you found that helpful. I really can't tell you after years of the scales, just like feeling like this huge thing up in my bathroom um, and the number and my weight being something that I felt like I had very little control or power over. I now love the freedom and empowerment I feel from no longer being scared of those scales or the number or thinking it means anything about me or thinking that a number I don't want to see, like, you know, even there being a number I don't want to see means anything sort of crappy about me. And just leaning into it and being intentional with my thoughts about it is what created the freedom, not resisting it, not sort of shying from it, but being willing to kind of go through the discomfort, at least at first, of this becoming a daily practice to then it becoming something that's like brushing my teeth. And I don't make brushing my teeth mean anything about me. And I don't mean stepping on the scales mean anything about me. It's a daily habit. And it really does help your brain, the way your brain works. And I think that once you get to your goal weight, if you then decide you want a different relationship with the scales, you know that you're able to do it because you already have created a very intentional relationship with the scales. And so, if you then want to change it, you know exactly how to do it because you just know the steps are believing new things, thinking new thoughts, challenging your perspective, and then making a plan accordingly to kind of like implement that. So, it's it sets you up for um, amazing possibility. And I think it also shows you how something can become habit when you use your thoughts for yourself like rather than against yourself it's really easy for things to become a habit when you're not making them mean shitty stuff about you so that's what I encourage you to do um and if you have any questions about this one in particular like please don't reach out please don't hesitate to reach out because I'd love to hear from you um and I really want to support each and every one of you achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve um stepping on the scales just doesn't have to be morbid and it doesn't have to be public like at a weight watchers meeting and it can be something that really helps you and something that teaches you to love yourself no matter what and i know that sounds woo and i know that can sound sometimes far fetched but it really really can and it's been my complete experience of it and i absolutely love it when i actually don't do do it for um, whatever reason, I notice a real, I kind of just feel a bit misaligned because I haven't had that moment in the morning where I'm just kind of like coming back to me, talking to myself really kindly um, and and just like, it's almost like a reset. It's just like coming back to, to my relationship with myself. So I absolutely love it. Um, but if you don't, that's fine. I'm not here to convince um, or make you do anything. I just want to share my experience in the hope that some of you might take positive shifts because if one of you decides to intentionally build a relationship with the scales and like almost a practice with it, which means that you're loving yourself daily rather than thinking that the number on the scales means anything about you or you should be doing anything or you should lose weight, then my job is done. I think that is an amazing thing because you have the power and you get to do whatever the hell you wanna do. So thank you so much for listening. And I will see you next week. Have a beautiful week, my friends. Bye.